So, kids going back to school, hybrid learning, 2021. Let's talk about this. So, let's talk about how going back to school is. Listen, it's not going to be all easy, especially for these teachers and principals, because you already know some kids who are basically already in the new year, haven't seen their friends in over a year. They haven't seen their friends. They haven't seen their girlfriend, boyfriend. They haven't seen their best friend. They haven't seen anybody. So you already know it's going to be wild. You already know they're going to, no student is going to be able to be focused because it's their first day back at school. Actually, the entire fucking week is going to be, you know, packed because, like, nobody's going to be paying attention. And let's talk about, like, beef. We all know people have internet beef. It's been a whole year. There's obviously a bunch of people who've had beef over the internet. So you already know when they get back at school into a place where they can see each other for one day, there's at least going to be one school that has a fight. There's going to be one school you're going to have a fight on the first day back. Another thing, like, kids don't know how to act. On top of kids not knowing how to act, let's talk about uh, high school sex. Now, I'm not trying to sound weird, but, like, I'm a ninth grader, and I already know this. They're trying to have ninth and 12th graders go back, just ninth and 12th go back first. Where I am, at least, Franklin, Massachusetts gang, you already know. So... What are we going to do about this? Because you already know, these freshman girls, they be also going after older dudes. We all know that. But they're going to go after the fucking 12th graders. That's border. That's borderline. Like, what the fuck? That's borderline adult and child. And, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, we've been inside for so long. If you don't have a girlfriend and if you don't have a boyfriend, you already know when you go to school with the opposite gender that you haven't seen in over a year. You already know it's going to be some thirsty-ass kid going to go behind the bleachers, go behind the back of the school, and then they fuck around, get all these teenagers pregnant. There's nothing worse being a pregnant teen. Because your whole life is basically over. Because you got to take care of the baby or pay child support. It's a whole thing. So, with that being said, you already know these 12th graders, this borderline adults, they've been, we already know, they haven't seen their little boo thing, they have, these girls haven't seen their little guy friend, they haven't seen anyone, so they're gonna go behind the bleachers, get freaky, and you already know these kids is too embarrassed to buy rubbers, or too young to buy rubbers, in fact, because they're kids. Kids having kids. Isn't, isn't that some shit? Like, god damn. And then the worst part is that going back to school is going to be, it's not, I don't, I, okay, I'm stuttering too much. Let's restart. Tests. Tests. I, I really don't think if we're going back, tests are not going to happen. It's, it's, it's that simple. You've been online for basically three-fourths of the year. You're going to go back for two months. Okay? I, I'm all for going back and seeing, you know, meeting new people. Especially the ninth graders. Because you already know when we on Zoom, we don't be talking to nobody else. Nobody wants to talk to each other. It's just that when we're in school for eight hours... We kind of have no choice. We got to, you know, know our peers, know who's your friend and who's not your friend and know the people who want to stay, you want to stay away from. But I'm going off on a tangent. We'll get back to that later. Tess, do you really think these guys, these, um, the school system is going to pull you in for two months and have you take a final exam? The school system fucked up. So yes, but that's besides the point. You know what they're going to do, right? They are going to pull you in. They are going to, just 
they're not going to have you do any tests. And especially the MCAS. The MCAS grades are going to look so low. Where my school is, the grades are so low that the school had to reach out two times in, like, less than a year about kids attending office hours. One is that it was suggested. One that it was mandatory. These kids were feeling so fucking bad that it was, like, not even funny. It wasn't funny. It, it, like, kids were legitimately failing. This this was, like, an, an actual excuse. And you would be thinking, since kids have access to the internet. No, because, like, the work overload. And I think we need to speak for, you know, all kids. A little side note here. <laughs> Parents. Your kids aren't falling behind. They are trying to survive a pandemic. And especially the ninth graders, the sixth graders. You, you, like, the ninth graders and the sixth graders, I really got to sympathize for. Because the sixth graders are just starting middle school. And the ninth graders, kind of like me, are, you know, just starting high school. So imagine starting high school online while there's a pandemic killing, killing people around the world. And you would think we're going to be able to focus on that. So let, let, let me get this straight. First year of high school, new opportunity, new school, and there's hundreds and thousands of people dying by the day. And you want me to write a 10-page essay without no copy and paste? And then these, te- and then these, student- these teachers be getting real picky. Don't use a translator. Don't copy and paste. Okay, copy and paste is plagiarism, but you can't expect kids not to copy and paste. See, to be honest, how many of them papers that them students handed into you, how many do you actually thought were written out thoroughly? They weren't, okay? I'm not going to tell you how they were written because I ain't no snitch. Bottom line is that it's online, but with, you know, rules that aren't really fair or, you know, consistent. And that's the worst part about it is, is that how many teachers do you think want to go back? Do you really think teachers want to go back into school where they got to read all the paper assignments? And then grade them. Everything's online, so you just gotta send it, send it, send it. Also, you find all the answers online. Also, no teacher wants to go back into school, deal with all the yelling and fighting, and all the beef, you already know. So, 90% of the teachers wanna stay home. Doesn't matter if you have a whole school of only two grades. There's, there's gonna be some fighting. Especially these 12th graders. If they last year, they're gonna try to, you know, go down the history book. On top of that... Let's talk about, oh yeah, beef. We all know how teenagers are. We all know that everybody basically has a phone and the internet is accessible to anybody. Anything you see on the internet, it can be seen by the world, basically. Unless, you know, you're in a private chat. Bottom line is, there's going to be kids that be getting so angry during quarantine. They be pressed, they be mad, somebody stole their man, somebody stole their girlfriend. Somebody said something about them on Twitter or Snapchat. You already know how it is. So they're going to be saving up all that rage. And when they go back to school, they're going to throw down. They've been, and especially, like, it's been a year. You already know these kids been training. They be doing push-ups. They be practicing their fighting styles. It's been a year. Like, like, dang, you already got these kids training for years, and so you don't think a fight's gonna pop off? You don't think, yo, that, that's another thing I understand, hybrid learning. So, getting back into school would be beneficial because, you know, kids have not seen other kids for over a year. But, it's really pointless. Don't get me wrong, I would love to go back to school and, you know, make more friends, you know, hang out with my old friends. But it's not really, you know, it doesn't make all that much sense. 
like most kids are going to go back in April, right? So if you go back in April, you're basically just going back for two months and then getting back up out of there. And, and, and you wonder why it's pointless. I mean, like, I, 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 like, okay. I like hybrid learning. I like spending time with my peers. But there is literally zero point in working to have these kids walk back up into school just for them to walk back out of school in less than, in less than 90 days. Is anybody really surprised? No. Good, because it's not a surprise. Everybody knew it was going to happen. Another thing, anti-maskers, bro. Let's talk about this one, bro. You already know, you already know, no matter what state you live in, no matter how much blue or red you got, you already know there's going to be some people who still believe the virus, you know, is going away or borderline doesn't exist. 500,000 people and still people ain't wearing no masks. And then you're wondering why there's so many people dying. Did you know that basically more people have died because of this coronavirus than in World War II, in World, in the Vietnam War and Korea War, all combined? Combined? So you already know there's going to be people who think that, oh, I'm not going to wear a mask. I don't want to wear a mask. You already know there's going to be some kids. They're going to have to put up some some punishments for kids who don't wear masks because you already know there's going to be some dumb kid whose mom or dad does not support these masks, or worse yet, they wear a mask, but they're going to have it as either a chin strap, so you put it under your chin, or they're going to be wearing it, like, under their nose. If you're going to wear a mask under your nose, do not wear a mask. It's that simple. And the worst part is, is that, like, Yo, you you already know there's gonna be that one kid that jokingly coughs an entire and then the entire school quarantine for a whole another year. There's gonna be those funny guys that wanna be hilarious and they're gonna be coughing all over students. And, and and that's another thing. If somebody has COVID in your school, shutting down the school does not make it go away. Because you don't know if you're bringing it home to your family, which then could get infected, or better yet. Let me give you a scenario. If your family member has COVID and you're living in the same house with them, how do you know you're not bringing that, that shit into this school? So then you're going to have the entire school locked down. Everybody's going to have to quarantine for 14 days. And the school's not going to open up because it's a big-ass scare. This virus is scary. There ain't no doubt about that. The Capitol riot. For, for all my American viewers, you, you guys probably know what happened. Even everybody around the world knows what happened. You already know people are still going to be talking about that entire siege of the Capitol. You already know people are going to be making memes about it. We already know it's going to happen. Like, like, let's be honest. Like, uh, uh, like, let, let's be factual here. People are still going to be talking about that. People are going to be like, damn, that shit really happened. And then I got to think, the thing I'm wondering is, damn, how do you think the other countries were looking at us when, when that shit happened? It, it just looks ridiculous. Another thing about school, um, lunch. Now, 9th and 12th graders are going to be divided, but you already know people are going to sit together. It doesn't matter how much tape you put on. There's going to be some kids want to be sitting close to each other, telling people secrets, whispering each other's ear. So, like, how do you expect that to work out? 
especially recess and the sports. You already know those some, you know, close, you know, some close quarter sports that you got to get nice and close. Fuck around when them kids cough on you, you're going to be ending up in a stretcher. And not because your ass got hurt, but, but your, your ass got the virus. Let's talk about another thing. It's 7 in the morning. Remember that thing? It's 7 in the morning. There's going to be some kids that either are way too hype on the first day of school. Like, bro, chill. They're going to be them kids that are hella tired because... I know kids are not going to be able to wake up early because, like, we may have working waking up early, but at least nobody's going to adapt to the seats. We haven't been in a school seat for over a year. Nobody's going to be, you know, adapted to that. And and the worst part is 90% of the kids who do Zoom calls are either in their bed or on their comfy couch or in a gaming chair. At least the gaming chair got a little cushion on it. Dumb, flat-ass desk that they have it at school. Dumb shit be... Them should be hurting your butt cheeks, so you already know when you go outside. You got to enjoy that before you have to sit your ass down again. They be cutting off all that muscle strain. They basically they basically just be making your shit flat. So, so you already know. Dumb kids is not going to be used to this. People are not going to be used to sitting in them chairs because people been laying on their beds. They be curling up. Nobody wants to get up for school. Nobody wants to get up and go to school. God, God damn. It's going to be hella awkward for people in 6th and ninth grade. You already know them kids ain't talk to each other on Zoom. You already know them kids ain't talk to each other on Zoom. Even if you put it in the breakout room, you already know them kids is like, maybe you'll hear one cough. Maybe you'll hear one single-ass cough. You'll hear one cough. And then the worst part about that entire thing is, is that that one cough is probably like the only interaction you're going to ever get. Give me a second. Well, yeah, that's the only interaction you're going to get. And the worst part, people are going to be like, um, hey. Because, like, those two months that we're going to be in school until summer vacation arises, it's not going to be about learning. It's going to be about getting back to the school system. And it's going to be about kids making new friends. If these teachers think that going back is going to help us learn, it's not. It's not. You know why? Because they're going to be going up in that school. What are they going to teach you in two months? All right? What are they going to teach you in in two months that's somehow beneficial to letting y'all go back to school? That's why I think hybrid learning is just confusing. It's not stupid or dumb. It's not smart either. It's just confusing. You're sending these kids back to school for two months to probably learn nothing. And even if they do learn something, they ain't going to remember it. Let's be honest. High schoolers, middle schoolers, in my opinion, after eighth grade, you basically learned every damn thing you need to know. That's all you're going to get from the school system. What you know percentages and how to count money. And when you start spending stuff accordingly, you already know. You don't need Algebra 1. History, that shit already happened. Just look it up. Because the shit that they got from the books, they probably got from the internet. Um, let's see, what else? English. If you're in America, you speak English. Alright? That, 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 that's a given. You speak English. And they don't even be teaching you proper grammar. They be trying to get you on these old-timey books. Like, what? How is, re- how is reading Mice of Men going to get me an interview at Subway? How is reading Catcher in the Rye going to get me a job at Six Flags? How is, how is reading How to Kill a Mockingbird going to do my taxes? Science. Unless you're going to become, like, 
a doctor or, you know, a scientist. You really don't need this. It's optional. Spanish. In my opinion, Spanish is a good thing. You need to learn how to speak a second language just in case the person who you're talking to doesn't know your language. And it's best to, you know, have that shit just in case. So everything else is uh, PE. You just do a laps around your... Do, just do laps. That's another thing I don't understand. Do, do, do teachers really think that, you know, the 45 minutes that you're going to be working out is going to keep your ass in shape? No, nah, because when you work out for only 45 minutes a day, for like an entire 24 hours, it's not really beneficial. Especially if you only have gym like maybe one or two times a week. Or, you know, like only certain times a day. You know what I think? What I'm saying? I like PE, but it's like... If you work out in PE, it's not going to make your body better. You're not going to lose weight from PE because it's only 45 minutes. And a good five of them minutes, you're spending getting changed. Another five of them minutes, you're getting unchanged out of your gym clothes. And then the team is going to explain what you're doing, which is going to take another two to three or five. Let's, let's just say even five minutes. So that's 15 minutes. So that's only like half an hour. You're really going to be truly working out. You get more workout energy by getting to your classes because they only give you like 30 seconds to get to your classes, so you gotta sprint. You gotta sprint. And there's always that one, that one group of ghetto kids that don't wanna run. That one group. Another thing about school. Um, hmm. I'm gonna have to stop the podcast now. Check out my other podcast, I will be uploading daily. There's always going to be some kids who are... Wait, actually, I didn't stop the stream. I just had to take a phone call, and this is my first podcast. So, anyways, let's go get back. Um, There's always going to be the one, that, that one kid who's going to be way too overprepared for school. Like, they be doing back-to-school shopping, like... They be doing back to school shopping. They got new book bags. They got new clothes. They got, they got brand new pencils, brand new notebooks. Like, there's no need for that. Especially since you're going back for like two months. It's probably going to be less than two months because they ain't going to let us in at the beginning of April. I can call it now. They're not letting us in at the beginning of April. They're, they're just not. So they're going to do all that back to school shopping. And you're probably only going to need a notebook and like maybe one a pencil and maybe one or two pens. That's literally all you need. You don't need anything else because everything else is optional. Everything else you don't technically, you know, need. Because if you're only going back to school for two days, you're blowing all your money. And you're going to probably ruin that stuff during summer break. And that's another thing. School in general, man. I have never known a place that will keep you inside for eight hours a day. Just so you can only use 2% of the stuff that you learned in real life. Let's be honest, like, if school taught you about, you know, what jobs are good, real estate, um, what's a good price for a car, taxes, how to file checks, yo, I'd be learning more shit how to do that on TikTok than I'd be doing in school. That's a note for the school system. Maybe if y'all taught some stuff that was worthwhile learning, then you wouldn't have kids dropping out of school at 16. Because that's the thing. The entire reason why the dropout age, at least here, is 16 is because technically everything you already, because you technically know all you're going to need to know. Everything else after 16 is optional. You're allowed to get a job so you can just pay for your stuff. All right. If I'm not gaining anything, then why do I have to be there? I'm not saying drop out of school. 
But, like, you have options. If you're at least getting a job and bring home some bread, maybe your parents aren't going to be as pissed off as you living under their roof. Because at least you're getting money. And they probably even know that you're not going to learn anything else that you probably don't already know. Why do you think kids are getting jobs at 15 and 14? Because school, because, like, everything you need to know, you damn there learn in the eighth grade. Let's, let's be honest. Everything else is just optional. MCAS, there ain't no way they're going to be teaching MCAS, bro. I, I, I'm pretty sure I already talked about this. MCAS is just not happening. The teachers! There's going to be a thin supply of teachers. They're going to spread out. I, I, I can already guarantee it. I guarantee it's going to go something like this. It's going to be either like, there's teachers that want to go back, and then there's teachers going to be like, listen, you either come to the school or you're fired. Because no teacher want to go to school. No teacher want to go there. Cat, no teacher wants to wake up earlier than the students, get to school earlier than the students, just to teach, even though they know that the students ain't going to listen. And then they got to deal with the students talking, yelling, fighting. Nobody wants to deal with that. And then go home. And then, by chance, they're going to probably catch COVID. Nobody wants to go there. There's nothing beneficial to that. Why do that? We can just do it online. My thing is, wait till next year. There's no point in bringing kids back for two months for them not to learn anything and then for them to just leave because the chances are they're probably going to grade all the things on the curve anyways. Grades are so bad that they're probably going to have to grade on the curve. Because my thing is, how do you actually hold somebody back in summer in online school? You've been learning online for the past couple of years, and it's probably beneficial that, you know, they really can't, because they can't fail everybody. But that, I, I know that. They can't fail an entire class or an entire grade. Because I know, especially for these high schoolers, man, I already know there were people who were either pressed about, I, I already know there were some seniors and some juniors pressed about, you know, they trip, they homecoming, they, you know, graduating, but my thing is that, yeah, that's cool. You got these fucking ninth graders that went from eighth grade, and now they got to start high school and run online? Man. Man, trust me. Because I, cause I'm going to be honest, I, I, like, my grades were average. I don't, I don't know what they were because I wasn't paying attention. I was basically, you know, just, you know, getting through the year. That's another thing. Passing. I'm not saying do terrible, kids. Or, you know, teenagers, because that's probably who's going to, you know, listen to this. All I'm saying is that you need to just, how do I put this? You need to just pass, all right? If you're trying to apply at a part-time job at McDonald's, just because you got all A's, if, if you got all A's and the person you're working with basically got damn their D's, y'all still going to get paid the same amount. Being excellent is just going to impress your parents. It's not going to impress anybody else. In my opinion, you just have to pass. Because the the human cycle works that you live, you work, you die. There's no in-between. Maybe you're one of them little lucky dudes who basically invents something or changes the world. But after that, everybody else is just, you know, boom, 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 dead, dead. It, it, it. Bottom line is, you don't have to stress yourself. Don't stress yourself on trying to, you know, get amazing grades. Don't try to be great if you know that, you know, you're probably not. Don't overwork yourself. Because when you overwork yourself and you get stressed, 90% of these parents don't believe in stress or depression. People, like, 
a good like a good seventy five percent of parents think that since you got a roof over your head, clothes on your back, and dinner on your table, that you can't be sad about anything. And then there's those twenty five percent of parents who will actually listen to their kids, who'll actually try to help, get some therapy, and will actually believe their kid has depression. All right, and especially this generation of kids, we've been doing the in their pandemic, like. But guys, matter protests that been sparking around because police are being assholes. Um, Kobe died. A lot, like a bunch of celebrities died. Five hundred thousand people have been killed by this damn virus. Like you don't think kids already got nothing to be stressed out? Damn. And especially these unemployed people. I mean, I mean, yeah, y'all gotta get jobs, but we gotta do work. That's another thing I don't understand about teachers. Y'all be teachers be talking about, oh, I have six other classes to grade. Okay, so do I have six other classes to work in. I turn my shit on on time, and I'm not even getting paid. So how hard is it for you to put in some damn grades? You know, tell that to your teachers. Tell If you got the ball, tell that to your teachers. How is it that I have seven classes, and you can't get some stuff done for a class of less than 14 people, but I can get class work done... Everywhere else, on time, and I'm not even getting paid. I'm not getting money. I'm not getting anything out of it. You know what I'm getting? Not an ass whooping by my mom, or my dad, or basically anybody else. And, like, uh, man, there's so much more I can talk about. But, like, seriously. Gonna end, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to end this podcast now. Anytime, okay, that's another thing. If I say I'm ending the podcast, there's a good chance that I'm either taking a phone call or that somebody's calling me into a room or basically just asking me something. And if I say I'm ending the podcast and the podcast actually ends, well, the podcast ends. All right. um, I'm probably going to end the podcast now. It's late. Good night.